welcome to the Talking the Line podcast, presented to you by Talking the Line Sports Media, giving you our best insights and analysis so you can rake in some cold hard cash on your next sports bet. Now sit on back, open up your mind, and let's cash some tickets. We can't thank you enough for joining us. We hope you enjoy. afternoon good evening ladies and gentlemen degenerates and gamblers far and wide welcome in to episode number 184 holy shit did i really just say that of the talking the line podcast you know the vibes you can already see i'm hyped here today on this beautiful thursday of bets also known as so you don't have to check your calendar for the first time here today December the 16th in the year 2021. We have an absolutely electric show coming your way here today, but before we dive into that and get absolutely shocking, please take a few moments to smash that subscribe button on whatever platform you are currently ingesting the TTL pod on. If you are watching on YouTube, might as well hit that notification bell over there as well so you never miss the start of a live show or any additional content dropping from the crew. But if you are watching on one of our social media platforms, if you haven't already, hit that like button, hit that follow button so you never miss any of our additional social content. But there is one other group of humans I must acknowledge. Those of you who do listen to the pod, there are those of you out there. If you're listening to it on your favorite podcast directory make sure you hit that subscribe button there as well as we do release the audio of every episode after each live show is complete next item up on the docket you could be so kind to do so you can find it in your heart while you got a couple extra seconds as you're watching today's show hit that like button leave us a comment leave us a rating jump on over yonder in the live chat if you are watching live Maybe hit that share button, send it on over to your brothers, sisters, friends, enemies, aunts, uncles, neighbors, people who live on the opposite side of the globe as you, but you would refer to as a good old-fashioned degenerate, and they enjoy cashing a few tickets, because that's what we do here at the TTL Pod, and we are for all, and when you do those things, we can't tell you how much we appreciate it, and it only helps us make TTL Sports Media bigger and better for each and every one of you. Last, certainly not least, on the list of opening formalities here. Please head on over to this episode's description where you will locate the Talking the Line link tree. Within that link tree, you will find the TalkingTheLine.com website, all of the TTL crew social platforms, and all of our additional content so you can consume all of that jazz in one convenient location, however and whenever you please. Ladies and gentlemen and beautiful gambling people, I am your humble, honored Hyped and always handicapping host Colton Captain Colt Sroka, and I can't thank you enough for choosing to stop by episode number 184 of the TTL pod on this gorgeous, once again, December 16, 2021. I got nothing else to lay out. I have no formalities. It's time to get into it. I'm slap happy. I'm ready to rock and roll. So without further ado, my friends, I need to bring on in the second man that graces us with his presence here on this pod. You know him as the man. 
the myth, the degenerate gambling legend around this time of the year we can also not ever forget, the TTL's resident cheesehead himself, Mr. Riley, Armags, Magnuson. Partner, how you doing over there today, pal? My man, I am doing absolutely fantastic on this fine Thursday of NFL football action Thursday. Not much better uh, in my neck of the woods over here that I can uh, plan out as opposed to a solid-ass Thursday night football game. So, my man, I am ready to get rocking and rolling. How are, as I kick it back over to you as you're drinking water as always, how are things on your neck of the woods, my friend? Not too shabby. Uh, looks like we're a little bit uh, glitchy as far as the connection goes here this morning. Uh, looks like we're getting back together here. Everything looks to be all right. Yeah, it looks like uh, everybody's resetting their stuff. Come on, on back in. So, uh, doing spectacular on this side of the screen, my friend. Don't know what's going on there. Hey, uh, they, that confirms it. You know what? That's your big wet butts we talked about yesterday. You talking talking about me going to these all this uh, big tits and stock tips uh, uh, <laughs> site yesterday on Twitter. Nah, nah, nah. Wasn't me, pal. First time I ever visited. You're the one freezing over there. I'm just giving you shit. Um... <laughs> Beautiful hey man, in all here. seriousness, I don't know if that's, I hope that's not going to be a problem. It is windy as shit in the Windy yeah. City. I hope yeah. that's not going to be a problem today because that, uh, well, I have to imagine if there's any issues, that's probably what it's going to be today. Well, dude, I told you pre-show, I was uh, on my balcony last night. It just, uh, shit, it's 60 degrees outside. What the hell's going on? And I didn't realize how windy it was. There's a big old tree sits uh, almost catty corner to me, and it was damn near bending over sideways. Yeah. I thought there was going to be a tornado or something came through last night. I, I couldn't believe nothing happened. Um, yeah, you said it. It's pretty doggone windy already still this morning. I, I don't know if uh, we're supposed to like get some bad weather or something because like, it goes from 60 now down to like 40, 35. So I, I don't know if we're going to be seeing like some snow tornadoes or some wild shit. Maybe the apocalypse is coming. I have no clue, my friend, but I what know. I do have a clue of is uh, we got plenty of stuff to talk about here on today's show. We sure do. The first thing being yesterday's best bets. Huh. Nothing going on NFL news, of course not. No, 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 because that's not what we do here on the no. first half of the show, my friends. You wanted to uh, talk about that, you're going to have to stick around for the second half, and you're going to have to figure it out yourself. That's not what we do here. We are a sports gambling pod. So, first things first. Yesterday's best bets of the day. We're always a full transparency show, so we'll never hide them from you. So for the first time live on your screen here today, the DTL Crew's best bets of the day from December the 15th, 2021. Okay, your boy went a little bit cold from the uh, college basketball hardwood or on the college basketball hardwood. Two and four for me yesterday. I feel like I got stiffed on that Marshall game. Uh, I think it should have been three to three or at least Portland or Weber State. Somebody should have covered out of those. Yeah. It makes no sense to me. That Marshall one is the one that chaps me the most. I found out mid-game and I knew he was high in the rankings. But they had the uh, the nation's ninth leading scorer on their team, and he just absolutely went cold in the second half. So yeah. the uh, the lid was on the bucket in the second half for that. But uh, would have loved to at least break even at three and three. But two and four we go. One of those days, still eight and seven on the college basketball hardwood so far this week. So that is still positive, if I do say so myself, partner. What do you got to say for yourself over there? Uh, a little zero and two day coming from my boy. What's going on? Rough 0-2 day, my man, uh, you know, after a nice stretch of NBA, I, uh, you know, these offenses that I backed last night just did not have any type of success, and as far as that uh, Spurs-Hornets game, not saying I would have got it to the window, maybe I would have, I don't know, but you give me a Gordon Hayward performance of 40 plus points. 
pretty tough when uh, that guy just out of nowhere goes back into vintage Gordon Hayward, uh, beyond vintage Gordon Hayward. So I don't know. I'm not trying to make excuses. But, uh, you know, getting back on the horse today with uh, one of my uh, two picks being an NBA pick. So, uh, you know, mind of a goldfish, as we say, partner. 100% uh, parlay pop-off. Obviously, we won't hide that either. Uh, did not make it to the pay window. No. Spurs obviously lost on that. The Northern Colorado Bears, our Wednesday warrior, couldn't keep it uh, within the 24-and-a-half. Arizona Wildcats are a wagon, and uh, I think well, we definitely— well, I think Depends we on definitely see them one second. I think we <laughs> definitely see them uh, no shorter than the Elite Eight come March. Right. But Almost uh, definitely. Depends on the number. What were you going to say there? Yeah, sorry. Depends on the number. Uh, we caught it on the show at 24-and-a-half. It finished exactly at 25. Ah, okay. I don't think it ended up going up to 25 anywhere, so that's very interesting, unless okay. it went up to 25 and a half somewhere. But that does suck if it did. There you go. There you have it. However... Over yonder, Moneyline Dice, if you did play them, they stay hot. Kings on the money line that cashed, and the under in that game yeah. cashed as well. So, hope you played that uh, so you got a little extra action, but uh, our apologies, my friends. Yesterday was not the best day from the crew. But, hey, mind of a goldfish, you already said it, partner. We get back on the horse, and we ride yet again. I don't know about you, but the chamber is already chocked full of betting bullets if you do say if I do say so myself and uh, what I do know is I'm ready to dive deep back into the trenches for today's battle with the books how about you partner most definitely my dude I told you I got one of my two plays in the NBA feeling real solid about it got a little action out of the NFL game as do you not lining up but not opposing by any means so I am ready to get rocking dude it should be a good one tonight I don't know about you yeah, I'm excited. Big AFC West matchup, Chiefs and Chargers. We will uh, obviously talk about the news you were alluding to as well, <laughs> the old Urban Meyer news, second half of the show. Uh, we'll get into our mag sidebar. We'll get into uh, some daily leans. Obviously, that uh, just that news alone will bring enough banter in and of itself. Uh, give you some updates and then motivation minutes to close out the show. But first half of the show, as always, our mag's best bets, my best bets. Special play of the day is actually bringing back the twofer Thursday night Tutty Parlay. Uh, officially, two for TNF Tutty Parlay. Uh, two legs on this bad boy, paying out at over 30 to 1 odds. Two anytime touchdown scores, my friends. Anytime within the 60 minutes, we think these two fellas make it into the sacred side, but you got to stick around for the third segment of the first half of the show to find out what it is. Uh, we'll recap all of that, then we'll get into the Moneyline Dice Roll of the Day. Not too many short lines on the board anywhere, anywhere at all today, so we're going to the college basketball hardwood. Dice have selected the matchup between the Tennessee State Tigers and the Charleston Southern Buccaneers. Absolutely disgusting, but the line yeah. is very short, and it should be very interesting. So stick around for that. That'll segue us into the aforementioned second half of the show. But for now, partner, unless you got anything in regards to the gambling portion of the show or any other late-breaking news that we have before we get on with the first half. No, sir, I am ready to rock and roll. All right, my friend. Well, first things first, lift up your glasses. Because to me, to you over there, good sir, and to all of you beautiful people sipping the black elixir of the gods, I bid this cheers, this cheers and all of the good energy and positivity that come with it. Take your sip, and I'll be right back. Oh, baby. Oh, goodness. <laughs> 
Stop all the nonsense, quit all the gossip, and cut the drama that you could go to every other sports media outlet and get. You come to the DTL pod for the Stone Cold Locks Picks Insights Analysis. Eh, granted, diving into a rabbit hole or two from time to time. But most importantly, running tickets to the window with the TTL crew all day and night long. So without further ado, my friends, it's time to get the first half of the show rocking and rolling the sports gambling portion of the show with the first segment of the day, our Mag's best bets of the day. He's got two coming at you. He already told you one from the NBA hardwood and one from the NFL gridiron Thursday night football. Partner, rev up your engines, let it rip, let them have it, and as always, you have the floor. All righty, my friend. As mentioned, I will kick it off with the NBA, and that'll segue us uh, both into the NFL pick of the day. First one coming from me, big game of the night, the Sixers and the Brooklyn Nets. I am taking the 76ers plus the one point uh, here on the road in Brooklyn. Handful of things I like in this one, partner. Uh, first of all, the uh, glaring thing is that I think the public is setting people up to buy into the Knicks as this, uh, you know, obviously the 20-8 and team that they are. Uh, everyone knows who the Brooklyn Nets are, obviously. Everyone knows who the Sixers are, and they've been, uh, you know, barely above average, if you would say, uh, kind of struggling here and there. But I think the Sixers have a lot of uh, success tonight against the Nets. The COVID-shortened Brooklyn Nets, they have been absolutely ravaged this week by COVID outages. We saw it the other night. They managed to get that win, partner. And I think that's actually helping us here and helping this line stay at minus one because it's making people think, oh, they got it done the other night against the Raptors despite all these shortages. KD went off. Patty Mills went off. I think they can do it again. And I think that's uh, I think that's misguided information here. Uh, like I said, they won that game. I think that's deceptive the other night. I give an example. The best thing I can say here is that I, I'm, I'm gonna, excuse me. I'll give an example of what our Bulls did a couple weeks ago, my friend. I had a very similar situation. Came out very nice against the uh, against the Nuggets. Won that game outright by I think at least five. And everyone's saying, oh, maybe they'll maybe they'll be okay despite all these COVID outages. And then they get mm. their teeth clapped in for the next two games. And obviously they get these last two canceled. But I think that's what we see from the Nets here tonight, partner. I think after that one game where uh, KD and Patty Mills were both fantastic, at the very least, I think Patty Mills is going to regress a little bit here. And KD can only do so much. I really don't have anything too much beyond that. So give me the Sixers plus the one point here on the road, partner. I'm with you. This was actually my lone NBA lean of the day. I was going to make it one of my bets. I was starting to get in the boat, and then I uh, glanced on over to a couple of the tracking apps. Shout out the Action app. Follow RMAGS, at RMAGS in all caps. And I saw it was one of your best bets of the day, and I said, well, I'll be a son of a beach. I, uh, I'm going to let you have it, and I'll just go ahead and back you on it. So I like it, even uh, minus the uh, line movement up to two on some places, one and a half in other spots. I don't think it matters. I think it's a little bit of a setup. Money and bets getting tossed on the Brooklyn Nets right now. And uh, I think the 76ers surprised some people. So uh, shout out our Philly boys uh, at Newbie Talks, at Mark Drumheller. Uh, who else is uh, one of our Philly guys? Can six, uh, Sixers uh, fan. Yeah, he might be a Sixers fan. He's not a mm-hmm. Philly guy, but he's also a Pittsburgh guy. So shout out all the uh, Pittsburgh people out there for our mags. First best bet of the day from the NBA Hardwood, the Philadelphia 76ers. Plus one. Yes, sir. You're looking the wrong way, but yes, oh, sir. Oh, shit. Plus one. I forgot. <laughs> I, uh, okay. Hey. Oh, oh, hey, oh, hey, oh. Uh, what were you going to say? I'm just uh, hoping I can play that damn song tonight. The, uh, you know, Philadelphia 76ers win be, song. I hope I can join in on that. It's always, I cool. love it every single time, but I've that'd never, uh, cool. hardly ever on the same side as them. So, hey. 100%. I love them tonight. 
All right. Well, there you go. First best bet of the day coming from Mags. Now, he's got two. I already told you once again. Other one's coming from the gridiron. Partner, are you going to the spread or are you going to the total? I'm going to the total, my friend. Okay. So you are going to the total. I'm going to the spread. So, without further ado, partner, let him have it. And whenever you're ready, tag me in, and we'll just go right into my spread pick and uh, just have a great old time talking about Thursday night football matchup between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Los Angeles Chargers. All righty, partner. So, I am seeing in this one, I am taking the, uh, out of the Thursday night football game, I am taking the under 52 and a half. Despite everyone thinking this is going to be a, uh, you know, a passing showdown, light show, 350 passing yards each way, 30 points each way. Already seeing a lot of boosts uh, across a lot of different sports books uh, that are trying to trick you into thinking this one's going to go way over. I think it's going to be a little sweaty. I won't deny. I think it is going to be sweaty, but I do think this one stays under. I believe we talked about it last week as far as these divisional games uh, this deep into the season, the second time around. Uh, uh, the under is over 60% uh, hitting on these divisional games. And I th- and at least over 50 points, I believe, it was the number. So 52.5 falls into that category, over 60%. Uh, but beyond that, as far as actual reasoning, partner, I think both these defenses are going to have relative success tonight. I'm not saying it's going to be a scrappy, grindy, ugly 13-10 game by any means, but I do think they'll be able to contain them and stop these teams uh, either opposing offense from really getting any true momentum and that's the really the thing that uh, especially with the Chiefs side of things that is really important uh, as far as stopping their, their momentum and that's what the Chargers have done actually the last couple of times that these teams have played got the win both times we saw it earlier in the season and obviously the Chiefs were uh, you know kind of a, a shell of themselves earlier on in the season but I think we see that again today maybe not the turnovers because that was a big part in that first game uh, we might see one or two but I do think that as far as Mahomes passing the ball and this passing attack, it's going to be a little limited tonight. And I think this is going to be in the 2024 each way type range here. I think the last couple of games, two or three last couple of games that the Chiefs have played against the Raiders and Broncos have people thinking that this offense is all the way back. Obviously, it's playing better, but you know we've talked about it before personally and on the show that some of those actions, uh, some of those games, and some of those. Scores the last couple of weeks are a little inflated with some turnovers, some really goofy BS turnovers. And again, I think they've obviously turned things around and they're playing a lot better. But I don't think they're that offensive juggernaut still that we saw the last couple of seasons. Hmm. To uh, you know, further my point here, a couple of trends. KC under is five and two last seven last seven after scoring 30 or more in their previous game. And I don't think that's nothing, partner. That's one thing where the public buys into kind of what I just said as far as when the Chiefs score some big points, they're going to keep rolling in the following game. But this point total, whenever they put up those 40-point games like they did last week, is going to be really inflated. And that's actually happened in that previous game against the Raiders. It went Raiders, uh, Broncos, Raiders. They had a 40-point showing against the Raiders, and then they put up, I think it was a 22-9 to game, if I'm not mistaken, against the Broncos. Went way under. Mm. Uh, and obviously, I'm saying the Chargers can hold their own, but 22-20, 22-21, 24-20, that's going to get you under. Uh, Chargers, a similar boat. 4-1 uh, and one last five after scoring 30-plus in their previous game, and the Chargers... Four and one last five in the division of the AFC West. Last five games, uh, four and one to the under. So I think this one, like I said, 20 to 24. I think these passing defenses have success because uh, the Chargers' uh, weaknesses on on defense, their rushing game, the Chiefs aren't really going to exploit that too much. So give me the under in this uh, divisional game, partner, under 52 and a half. 
I think you're on the right side. I'm not 150% sold that some bullshit doesn't happen because much like how you opened it is how I see this game going. Sweaty, sweaty, sweaty. I'm not sure uh, if it goes under, if it goes over. I think you are on the right side, though. Um, I was leaning under, if anywhere, but I think there's a little bit more value on the spread, if I do say so myself. But before I discuss that at all... What else do you got to lay out? You just can't wait sometimes. What else What else you got to lay out on there? No, no. All I was going to say is, like, it's funny because we're kind of like, that's kind of how I feel about your spread. I think you're on the right side, but I I don't think it's, uh, you know, I feel exactly the same way that you do about my total. So I think sure. I'll probably play it with you on a half unit or something like that. But uh, I, I feel stronger about this under. So take it away, my friend. Give us your spread pick of the evening. Most definitely, sir. There you go. There you have it. Our mags, best bets of the day. Flipping the script now to my best bets of the day. Uh, first things first, obviously going to the spread in this one. And um, yeah, I'm taking the Los Angeles Chargers plus three all day, all night, every single day of this week and twice on Sunday. I'd be comfortable with this. My friends, there is a reason. I said this to you pre-show, partner. There's a reason that this uh, number here, this spread here is at a key number of a field goal oh, all the experts want to tell you that the uh, key number is just perfect and the Kansas City Chiefs are so hot right now that they have to win at least by a field goal but if they don't it will be at least by a field goal and we'll get the push we don't play to push that is not what we do I do not buy it there is no way I am buying this Kansas City or yeah the Kansas City Chiefs hot streak right now it does not make any sense to me why this line would at be would be right at minus three if it is not a setup and a half for the Kansas City Chiefs I think this is the game for all the marbles for the Los Angeles Chargers once again we talked about a pre-show partner but the Chargers are in a spot right now where they could tie the Chiefs for first in the AFC West and also get the tiebreaker game for the playoffs. So they are in one hell of a spot right now. It is put up or shut up time for Brandon Staley and the boys, and I think that is exactly what we see. Now, I mentioned Kansas City's uh, little hot streak going on here. I'm not buying it because the last five, you said it, partner, two of them were against Vegas. One of them was against Denver. Okay, one of them was against Dallas, which... Dallas is good, but maybe their offense is a little bit broken right now. We're kind of starting to question that. And then they played your Packers with Jordan Love under center. So I'm not buying this five-game heater, and I think the Chargers bring them right back down to earth here today. There are a couple other keys. Um, kind of unlike you, partner, I see the turnovers being a little bit of a factor here today. Okay. Um, you don't see as many as I do, but it was very interesting to me that uh, this Chargers defense got to Mahomes and that offense as much as they did. Two interceptions from Mahomes the last time they played the Chargers and two fumbles from the offense overall so I'm kind of banking on the fact that the Chargers are going to be able to make that happen again at least three turnovers in this game win the turnover battle with ease and uh, keep us in this also I think it is going to be a passing game it might not be a huge um, point total game uh, for sure. the sake of your under but I do think it's going to be a passing game here because sure. Kansas City's rushing attack just has not been that good 132 against Vegas 126 against Vegas the second time then under 100 in the last three games outside of that 89 against Denver 94 against Dallas and 77th against Green Bay so I'm really not worried about them gashing slicing and dicing the Chargers defense that hasn't been great against the rush but I think they can definitely get to that spot uh, here so all of that being said my friends I think we have the right spot with the Chargers on the plus three it is a setup and a half for the Kansas City Chiefs at the key number but you don't believe me 
Just believe the trends. Kansas City, 4-10 ATS, last 14 versus an AFC opponent. Kansas City is also 1-6 ATS, their last seven after scoring 30-plus in their previous game. Can you say letdown spot? The Bolts are 5-1 ATS, their last six Thursday games. 4-1 ATS, last five as a dog. And 5-2 ATS, their last seven versus a team with a winning record straight up uh the Chargers are also five and one ats last six versus the afc west and four and two ats their last six versus the kansas city chiefs um if this game was in kansas city i would probably be talking a little bit different but we already took care of that game this year and we don't have to worry about that and i envision the los angeles chargers winning back their entire fan base with a win here tonight i don't need the money line give me the points but i might have a little sprinkle on it by game time for my first best bet of the day Los Angeles Chargers plus three. I like it, partner. Like I said, I do like it. More of a lean for me, as was your lean for my total. I love your, uh, love your. Now a couple times this week, the uh, the key number, uh, stuffy key number. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love it. It's killing me. Yeah, I am. Uh, I'm all over this one. I this this is uh, this has been very profitable for me over the course of the last few weeks. Seeing these setup lines and honestly just going to totals, I, I can't. I can't lie to you. Playing playing the totals, how I have how we are playing it today has been extremely unprofitable for me, and I've been getting busted over the head on the last minute field goal or a last second touchdown. And these have been absolutely beautiful for me, whether it's coming in the back door or whatever the case might be. These plus three and a half, plus two and a halfs have just been absolutely electric so that's my only reason why i would uh, debate you and uh, stay away from the total but much like you i think i'm probably gonna end up putting a half unit on it but maybe i'll stay away just so i don't jinx it for you how about that maybe vice versa maybe we just that's a good idea home. that's a good idea you stay with what the hell you're doing i'll stay with what the hell i'm doing for sure. all right sounds okay, good Spe- speaking about what the hell i'm doing second best bet of the day coming from your boy uh the mid-major king has now entered the chat my friends hey, hey. Uh, There is one game that caught my eye here today, and it is the matchup between the UNCG Spartans, that is the University of North Carolina Greensboro Spartans, against the UMBC Terriers. Now, I cannot uh, tell you right off the top of my dome what the hell UMBC stands for, but I love the UMBC Terriers today at the minus three and a half. I caught them minus three and a half. I saw it at minus three now on some books, dropped down to two and a half. But let me explain something to you. We've seen this line movement time and time and time and time again uh, so far early on in the season as uh, the books see a public dog. They move a line that shouldn't be moved whatsoever. It's in the right spot just to get more betters to back the side. This is that Fugazi line movement that I keep talking about week in and week out. And I think you do not need to worry about it going down to two or back to three or up to four, wherever it goes, because UNCG is the public's darling they were a great team last year they were a very solid team last year but they're not doing quite the same so far this year I'll tell you a little bit about that but it's right at three and a half here for a reason my friends are three especially with um uh the UNCG having a better record overall right now so that being said, UNCG is 7-4 and four straight up, 4-6 and six ATS overall on the season. But on the road, they haven't played the best. It's actually where they play their worst ball. They're 1-2 straight up and ATS on the road, and they're only averaging 56.3 points per game away from their home hardwood. Compare that to UNBC, that's 5-5 five and five straight up, 4-5 and five against the number. You say, how in the world can UNCG be the dog when they have such a better record? exactly that is why they're the underdogs in this spot the books are setting you up do not do it lay the points with the terriers because even though they haven't been great overall 
They've had very limited opportunities on their home hardwood, and they have been solid there. 3-0 straight up, 2-0 ATS at home. They are severely undervalued here because they've averaged 93.7 points per game on their home hardwood. I know it is a far stretch to say that we are going to continue to see that. We'll obviously see some regression, but that is a far cry from the 56.3 from the Spartans couple of the keys for me, my friends, uh, UMBC uh, tempo is what it's going to come down to. They're 37th in the nation in tempo, going up against UNCG's 347th ranked tempo. Also, another thing I found, got a little deeper into uh, some possession length stats here, going a little bit uh, longer with the stats. 44th on the offensive side of the ball for UMBC in possession length, 187th in defensive possession length for UNCG. So I think this tempo uh, even further solidifies my point as to why the tempo is going to be a critical factor here and lean in favor of the Terriers. Turnover is also going to be a huge thing, my friends. Uh, and if anybody's coughing up the rock, it's going to be the Spartans. They're 23rd on the offensive side of the ball uh, in turnover percentage per Ken Palm, where the Spartans are 348th. So I like the uh, Terriers to win the turnover battle and build themselves a nice lead, but I really like them to seal the deal at the free throw line. 13th in free throw rate per Ken Palm, averaging 80.3% from the charity stripe, whereas the Spartans are 152nd in free throw rate per Ken Palm with a 72.5% average from the stripe. Give me all of the Terriers today, my friends, minus the three, minus the three and a half, down to two and a half, wherever the books want to put it, I will take it because you don't need to believe me. You can simply just believe the trends. UMBC, 5-1-1 ATS last seven as a favorite. 4-1 ATS last five as a home favorite. They're also 4-1 ATS last five versus a team with a losing road record. And the Spartans, I can't make this up, kids. They're 1-5-1 ATS their last seven Thursday games. And my friends, don't do what everybody else is doing. We say it multiple times. When they're all zigging, just come on over with us and start zagging. Everybody's going to be rushing to the Spartans today. You will see it across all of social media, all of your tracking apps. Don't fall into the trap. Back the Terriers. Whatever number you see it, but I caught it at minus three and a half for my second best bet of the day. I love partner. Uh, to clarify and help you out, it is University Maryland Baltimore County. I knew it was Maryland Baltimore. Didn't know what the C what I stood thought so. for though. I yeah, thought yeah, so didn't too. Know what but the C I wasn't sure if it was college, but that wouldn't make sense to be University of Maryland, Baltimore College, no. University in college. No, that wouldn't make sense. Not but, at uh, all. I do like it. I do like it. I think uh, the whole theme of the show was uh, going to be a little zig while everyone zags as far as Chargers, the under, mm-hmm. UMBC. Mm-hmm. So I like it, partner. I do mm-hmm. like it. And even a little 76ers there, too. A little bit. A little, not even a little we'll bit. See we'll, day, we'll see how the day We'll see how the day progresses, yeah, but we'll, I think so. Most definitely. So there you go. There you have it. I only got two picks coming at you today, my friends. One from the college basketball hardwood, the other from the NFL gridiron. There you go. There you have it. My best bets of the day. All right. Let's keep it moving. Third segment of the day. So we'll have a little bit longer of a uh, second half of the show today. We can talk a little bit extra shit. Special play of the day. It is the aforementioned at the top of the show. Twofer, TNF, Tutty, Parlay. That's right. We have selected two Anytime touchdown scores from tonight's Thursday night football matchup. And we have decided to combine them in a parlay. In a same game parlay of sorts that is paying out at over 30 to 1 odds. Partner, I'm going to let you do it. I'll fill in the holes. I'll fill in the blanks. But dish out 
today's juicy of the juiciest, quite possibly the one of the juiciest parlays we've had in a long time, the twofer TNF Tutty Parlay. Well, my friend, we are selecting on, uh, at least do your line shopping for us, please, because uh, the two most popular books that we use are very different on this one. Uh-huh. Uh, but a couple of, uh, for our uh, CBD stoner friends out there, a couple of plus 420 player prop Shout uh, out. touchdown scores Shout jammed out. together to get uh, what you so kindly mentioned as uh, at this moment in time, plus Thirty-four, eighty-seven odds. We are taking the QBs to both find the damn end zone. Justin Herbert and Patrick Mahomes. Let's go. Uh, I honestly, uh, obviously, be who you can afford to be. It's we're we're going with a small sprinkle on this one because it is a nice big juicy payout. But uh, I believe both these guys have two rushing touchdowns on the season. Patrick Mahomes got one a couple weeks ago. Herbert ways behind us in the past. Um, but partner, we were looking at these. Uh, Check these it out. Po- we were looking at these options and you know as far as the value as far as the payout you know Tyreek Hill was some long odds uh who was the other one I'm blanking on Austin Eckler was a long one uh you know I got him all right in front of me right here lay him down I'm forgetting the numbers so so yeah Austin Eckler minus 155 I think he'll get in no problem no harm no foul but the Chargers are going to score more often than not so then you got to look at Mike Williams plus 145 Keenan Allen plus 150 or uh Jalen Guyton plus 240 now I have it in my mind that the Kansas City Chiefs defense are really going to shut down um Keenan Allen I mean not shut down but they're going to have eyes on him all day long and twice on Sunday so then it comes down to who do you want to pick between Mike Williams and Jalen Guyton I don't think we need to pick either one because I don't know that either one necessarily gets in the end zone with their odds Jalen Guyton plus 240 Keenan Allen plus 150 have not been super super profitable spots okay how about the Chiefs Tyreek Hill minus 140 I don't know with those odds it's not always that predictable that Tyreek's going to get in the end zone Travis Kelsey I could probably buy it minus 105 CEH plus 120, Daryl Williams plus 170, uh, and then outside of that, you get into Byron Pringle at plus 290, Demarcus Robinson plus 360. So at that point, it's throwing darts at a board, and what I see, my friend, is both the Kansas City Chiefs and the Los Angeles Chargers finding themselves on the goal line at some point in time, and instead of the Kansas City Chiefs running a gadget play that is a pass, they are going to run a gadget play that allows Patty Mahomes to hit the A-gap and find the sacred side. And very similar to that play, you're going to see one from the Los Angeles Chargers because, hey, we got to keep the body guessing. We got to keep division opponents on their toes, and we got to keep the film fresh. So you said it, partner. Only two rushing touchdowns for both of these guys, uh, both separate, so four in total yeah. for these two quarterbacks. Um, you know, maybe just shock the world and they both end up in the end zone. I say so. You say so. Anything else in closing on the two for TNF Tutty Parlay? Maybe a little Philly special action, a little Justin Herbert receiving touchdown. How about that? I'll speak that one into existence for us. Whoa. But uh, as far as all these other guys, I mean, you Whoa. mentioned it. Travis Kelsey's really the only one that I think has any actual value at minus 105. Because CEH, man, I, I'm a fan of his in general. But as far as a touchdown scorer, he's not really a goal line back. I'm not saying he won't get in. I'm not saying you shouldn't put your money on him. But I don't think that's you know, a, a significant amount of value. He's only got five total touchdowns on the season. I think yeah. that should be in the plus 150, plus 175 range. So maybe down at plus 120, they think that he's going to get in. But you and I both think it's not going to be a, you know, 35 to 30 type game. Uh, you know, I think each team might only have three touchdown scores. So 
at the uh, price we got it. I think uh, it's worth a little bit of a sprinkle, my friends. I like it a lot. 100%. Um, yeah, one final time. Justin Herbert, anytime touchdown score, plus 420 odds on the FanDuel Sportsbook. Shout out, free plug. And Patrick Mahomes, anytime touchdown score, also plus 420 on the anytime touchdown score market hey, hey, hey. on the FanDuel Sportsbook. Lock both of those in. You get plus 3539 odds to be exact. Over 30 shit over 35 to 1 odds payout for crying out loud not over 30 to 1 over 35 to 1 small sprinkle be who you can afford to be but let's get that some bitch to the pay window all right without further ado my friends if you missed anything if you couldn't stick around for any of my best bets any of mag's best bets maybe you just missed the special play i don't know you know what time it is it's time to recap all of me and my partner's best bets of the day now, as per usual, my friends, uh, I typically forget what the hell I'm doing over here and that I still have to produce the show at the same time that I have to uh, talk and uh, keep it moving and keep it grooving. So, one brief moment here as uh, yours truly shares the old screen so we can get some stuff looking well. Oh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Rip out your sports books, whatever one is your favorite. Take out your paper and your pens and pencils. Definitely pencils if you are an accident-prone human being. Or whatever mode you use to take stock of the TTL Crew's best bets of the day. Because for the first time on this gorgeous Thursday of bets, now live on your screen are the TTL Crew's best bets of the day. If you would so kindly live from the beautiful SoFi Stadium, turn your attention up to the left corner of your screen, right around the nosebleed sections. You'll see our Mags picks of the day. Two of them coming at you. He's got the Philadelphia 76ers plus one. Okay with the movement up to plus two. And he's also taking the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Los Angeles Chargers under 52 and a half. Turn your attention directly to the right side of that top right corner of your screen. In the middle of the mega screen, the infinity screen, we are going to be infinitely cashing these two tickets these four tickets my friends number one coming from me college basketball hardwood the umbc terriers minus three and a half okay with the fugazi line movement down to minus two and a half and i am taking the los angeles chargers on one of the setup lines of the year at the plus three key number if you would also so kindly turn your attention directly above us to today's special play we're bringing it back ladies and gentlemen the thursday night two for tutty parlay the two anytime touchdown scores on that are both quarterbacks patrick mahomes and justin herbert to both find the sacred side paying out at over 35 to 1 odds we are getting all five of these plays to the pay window. I'm putting it into existence right now. I don't give a damn what you say. I don't care what you think. I'm doing this for me. So fuck the world, feed it beans. I'm gassed <laughs> up if this thing is stopping me. Big Eminem fan. However, we need you, my friends, before we can do all of that, too. Lock them in, hammer them home, sprinkle a little bit of dough down. Whatever you need to say, just make sure you get today's TTL crew best bets of the day in it. Whatever the current best line is on you. Favorite sports book. Ooh, baby. We're hanging this one from the rafters if this one gets to the window, dude. 150%, bro. We, we, hey, look, that, that is five winners to me. It's getting to the pay window. It is getting to the pay window. It is getting to the pay window. Hey, hey, look at me right now so we can clip this. It is getting to the pay window. Let's go. All right. Philly special. Cruise. 
TTL Crew's best specials. How about two Philly specials? That. that would be insane. That would be fucking insane. Okay. You see the other, uh, the other. Uh, let's see, what am I trying to say? Dice Words, roll? letterings. Uh, yeah, on the uh, on the screen there, Moneyline <laughs> Dice Roll. What the hell is TSU versus CSU? Well, I'm so glad you asked because it is now in the ticker and we're getting out of here and back to the main page because it's time for today's Moneyline Dice Roll of the day between the Texas Southern or Texas, Tennessee State, I'm sorry, I'm, I can't even remember, Tennessee State Tigers and the Charleston Southern Buccaneers. You see it in the ticker, but partner, we don't have any lines. We don't know who's the home team. We don't know who the weight team is. We don't have a damn clue what the spread is right now or the total. So would you be so kind as to indulge us all while I uh, get our honorable guest, the cubicle guest to be the all-knowing money line dice, ready for action. And uh, once you do, I'll pop back in, and we'll get to rolling. All right, most definitely. So this one, I do believe, has moved a little bit in favor of Tennessee State. We've got the Tennessee State Tigers on the road at Charleston Southern Buccaneers. Tennessee State, the road favorite of minus three. I do believe it was minus two about an hour ago when we looked, partner. It is now minus three in favor of Tennessee State. The over-under is 142 and a half. I don't know about you, Mid-Major King, but I don't know the darndest damn thing about either one of these two teams. Uh, maybe a little bit. I've seen them pop up here and there, but I uh, can't say I've kept close tabs on either, on either of them. Thing number one, Tennessee State sucks. Yeah. Thing number two, Charleston Southern sucks. Yeah. Thing number three, this game is going to suck. Yeah. But thing number four, I think we're going to cash a ticket, my friend. <laughs> so uh, I'm excited. I uh, I actually know that this line opened up at one and a half. I was interested in it. I was going to give it out. I'm kind of pissed that because I was, I was going to give out Tennessee State. I was interested in it, but I could not get all the way in the boat. So hopefully that's the side we go to. I uh, think it's going to have any plenty of value to go all the way up. But hey, what the fuck do I know? This ain't my pick. It's right. a money line dice roll. So one more time. Sorry, one, Sorry to cut ahead. back in. Is that a win over Tarleton State? I believe it is. Their yes. last game out, December the fifth, as yes. plus sixteen and a half dogs. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe that's uh, inflated with Tarleton State's hanging with Gonzaga. So yeah, I st I still don't know. I would also say Tennessee State, but who the hell do I know? What the what hell do, do I, I know? know? Who am I? I got no clue. What I do yeah. know, partner, is that you're one hell of a handicapper when it comes to your plays and things that uh, you enjoy. And I would like to hope the, that you and the viewers out there think the same of me. And, and you're one hell of a co-host. And, and I would hope that they would think I'm one hell of a host. But we have to bring a guest in that yeah. may know more than us because we don't know shit about shit when it comes to this. So without further ado, my friend, they're here. They're ready. They are live in prime time. The Moneyline Dice. All right. First roll of the day, Tennessee State at Charleston Southern. Are we going to the home team, Buccaneers? Are we going to the way team, Tigers? Regardless of whatever fucking team it is, if they got Tigers, it go Tigers. Go Tigers. Either way, <laughs> we all find out for the first time in three, in two, in one. Home team. Home team, Charleston State. Okay. Charleston I mean, Tennessee State. State's Tiger logo looks like an old school LSU logo, if I'm being totally honest with you. Charleston Southern. We're all, we're all having all types of fucking issues with the team names here. I said Texas State, Tennessee. You said uh, Charleston State. Now we're all over the fucking Oh, jeez. I meant Tennessee State <laughs> has a similar logo. Yeah. The Tennessee State Tigers logo is looking looking like an old school LSU logo. Yeah, yeah, no, it to doesn't say. look bad. It doesn't look bad. Okay, so the Dice uh, have not selected Tennessee State. They have 
I've decided to go with Charleston Southern and uh, look at those hands about through the dice off the screen, but they are still here. Second roll, money line or ATS. We getting super juicy with a plus money poly money line player. We just go into the spread and taking a couple extra points. We all find out in three, in two, in one. ATS, ATS, ATS. You see it there, ATS. Okay, wild card roll. Skip all the nonsense. You know the drill. We all find out what the hell the dice are formally deciding in three, in two, in one. Away ATS. Away. That's a re-roll. That is a re-roll. <laughs> away a ATS. Re-roll. Away <laughs> ATS. Yeah, you can kind of see the away. It's probably pretty worthy for this goofy-ass matchup. The dice sure say, what the enough. hell you got us doing over here? Sure enough. So once again, we roll the home or away die. We once again find out in three and two and one. Home team once again. Home team again, okay. Okay, they said we're not joking around about that, all right? What's the record for re-rolls? Five, I think. I think so. ATS or Moneyline. Hopefully we're not on that track here today, but in three and two and one, shoot. ATS once again. Okay, plus three. Yes, and wild card roll once again in three and two and one. Home money line. Hey, okay. (laughs) Okay. All right. Okay, dice. Did the same thing to you yesterday, and I said, I don't know, Dice, and then cashed two tickets for us. I don't know. Are you sure? I'll say you got to be fucking sure. I will not. If you, you're getting hot, okay? You're getting hot, but you're approaching fade tip. Oh, fine. Okay, fine, fine. The Dice have spoken! If you want a guaranteed take two tickets to the window, you hear it here first. Two tickets to this window. I can't believe I'm saying it myself because I was on the opposite side, but in the dice we trust. Hammer in right here, right now for a half unit. As always on the Moneyline Dice rolls. The Charleston Southern Buccaneers plus three. And for a quarter unit or whatever additional little sprinkle you want, hammer down also on the Buccaneers Moneyline. Thank you, Dice. Thank you, Dice. Hell do I know. Thank you, Dice. I, I don't know shit about shit most of the time, so hopefully these cubicle objects know more than me about this game. Because uh, hopefully, oh, oh, you know what? They've probably been listening to me talking about this Fugazi line movement, and they're like, boys, just relax. It's all good. We got your back. So, all right, whatever you say, Dice. <laughs> Sleep 15, well. I mean, 1,500 bets on that bad boy is pretty uh, pretty atypical for a uh, uh, you know, a matchup of this size. It's usually like 200 bets down on that thing. So I don't know, dude. Yeah. Uh, I think it's just because there was absolutely zero action yeah. going on and everybody thinks they are a college basketball sharp today. So there you go. There you have it. Uh, Moneyline dice roller today taking the Charleston Southern Buccaneers plus the, th- the three and additional sprinkle on the money line. Okay, well that sure seems like the first half of the show. We knocked everything out. If you missed any of our picks or uh, the recap, everything like that, I already mentioned it, but follow us on the Action app, rmags, at rmags in all caps. I am at cash underscore with underscore colt. The TTL best bets of the day from every single show are at Talking the Line. You can also follow our board, Talking the Line, obviously, on the Chalkboard app. Download it on the App Store and follow them at Chalkboard HQ. Dive in one of our boards, uh, or or in our board, and dive in one of our channels and uh, go back and forth with us. We're always in there. We want to talk shit with you guys, have some fun. Because much like our legendary guest from yesterday's Season 2, Episode number 4 of the Wise Words Pod, Mr. Ted Mao Zay said, betting is better together. 
cannot agree more. So come join us on Chalkboard. He is actually the co-founder and CEO of that Chalkboard app, if you did not know. And last but not least, if you don't have one of those apps or you don't feel like downloading it quite yet, but I highly suggest you do, head on over to your local internet browser, pull up a chair, and type in TalkingTheLine.com, where you will find all of the TTL Crew's best bets of the day on the Today's Best Bets tab. Who would have known? You can actually bet right from our website, and we have loads of additional content. So check it all out. It's all there for you at TalkingTheLine.com. Okay, partner, before we uh, segue into second half of the show here, any uh, betting news, any other thing betting regarding your plays of the day, anything else you needed to get out in regards of our special play, the Moneyline Dice Roll, anything else before we segue into the second half here and uh, dive back into all the drama that everybody else is talking about? As far as these plays today, no, sir. A little bit of, uh, as you mentioned, we're segueing into it, but some minor uh, NFL updates for this weekend is all I'm seeing so far. All right. Well, we will get into all of that for the second half of the show, but kicking things off, as always, partner. Anything burning on the brain, melting on the heart, festering on the soul, you have been dying to get out to the kind folks that joined us on episode number 184 of the Talking to the Line podcast on this absolutely beautiful December the 16th in the year 2021. All right, my friend. How about a little uh, Thursday trivia action as far as tonight's two NFL teams are concerned? Sign me up again. You fucking smoked the old uh, Thanksgiving trivia a couple, what was it, last week, two weeks ago? Two weeks ago, yeah. Two weeks ago, yeah. Mm -hmm. Two weeks ago. Maybe we just do trivia Thursdays. How about that? I like that. that, uh, I like that. Big trivia guy over here makes us all smarter. I love it. All righty, so you know me. I'm a big uh, you know, sports history fan. As far as the Chiefs' all-time passing touchdown leader, who's number one, my friend? Chiefs' all-time passing touchdown leader. How about this? I've got the top five written down. If you, uh, I, you know, a point scale, number five will give you one point, number four will give you two points, and so on until number one gives you five points. How about that? Okay, not really sure how you're going to tee it up, but hit me with it. No, I'm telling you to guess who who's top five on the Chiefs all-time passing touchdown leader list. Oh, I thought you 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 just said you're going to give me the top five. Um, so now no, no. we're so change the I'm rules, a, and I got to make all. Oh, boy, here we go. So now I got to guess the top five, and you give me points for each one that I guess. Right? Correct. I don't yes. I don't fucking know where to start with this. What the fuck, Chad Henney? Is he on is he on the list no, anywhere? Uh, okay, no. is, is Patrick Mahomes anywhere on the on the top five? Yes, he is number two. He is always fucking number two. Well, Jimmy Christmas, I would say he was like I would say he was like number four. I there's a couple I, more you could get. I have zero clue, oh, zero clue, on. zero who clue. Was, I don't even know right, where who to was, start. Who was right before Patrick Mahomes? Alex Smith. Yep, he's number five. Okay, would have never guessed that in a million fucking years. Would've one other one in the two thousands. One other one in the two thousands. I got no idea. You'll dude. know when I say it. I, I have no idea. All right, fair enough. This was tough. These are tough ones. I, I yeah, I don't. I ones. don't have a fucking clue on this one. All right, Len Dawson is number one. That one's tough. 1962, 1975, 237 touchdowns. Cool. Never heard of Len Dawson in my life. Mahomes is number two. Trent Green is number three. Uh, Never heard of Trent Green okay. in my life. I'll admit it. Right. I'll admit it. I don't. I'm, I'm sure if I did a little bit of research, I'd be like, oh yeah, Trent Green, but. Trent Green, I would have, no, in a million in two okay. years. Never. Sorry. Never. Well, you're whipping on this damn trivia, my friend. Yeah, Receiving it's not good. In Chiefs history. You can get some of these ones. Receiving touchdowns oh, in Chiefs history, top five. I know you can get some of these because uh, 
couple of them are on the damn team right now. Okay. Well, uh, we'll start with the less obvious then. Tony Gonzalez on that list? There you go, number one. Oh, wow. Hey, okay. Then obviously we got to have the other tight end, Mr. Kelsey. He's on the number list. Five. Number, number five. Number five. He could, uh, could jump up into uh, three and four are tied, So he uh, and he's only two back of those guys. So I would believe Mr. Cheetah is on the list as well. Tied for third, one of those. He's got fifty-five. Kelsey's third. got fifty-three. There's one. So it, I'll give you. A, I'll just, so is there a tie for three and then two and four? Okay, so you got three of the five that you're, you're going to get. The other two you're not going to get. I don't okay. even know who these dudes are. Okay. Otis Taylor, sixty-five to seventy-five, and Chris Burford, uh, fifty-five as well. So Burford maybe, but I would have never guessed it in a million. Years. Sixty to sixty-seven. 1960 no, to 67. I mean, I've, I feel like I've heard it like in a Peyton's Places or some shit, but like, Maybe. Uh, I don't know. Okay. Don't, yeah. Tough no. ones, hey. Yeah, dude, goodness gracious. Sorry. Take it easy on your boys. Sending my freaking brain into a tailspin right now. I can't. Uh, but it was kind of funny. You said tied for third. Well, if they were tied for four, third, then what the hell's going on with fourth and fifth? I was trying to like figure that all out in my well, brain. Well, three like, and four are tied. Well, then they're just so like three third, other. And then... I got you. I got you. All right. There you go. Couple okay. more. All right. Chargers touchdown passing leaders of all time. You, uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six. I Justin def- Herbert's in. The- Justin, Justin Herbert's number six. Who's number one? I'll, I, I know, who's number one in Chargers passing touchdown leader? I don't want to sound dumb, but Philip Rivers. Easy. Three ninety-seven. Okay. okay. Uh three ninety-seven. Gee, many yeah. Christmas. That's that's about as many kids as he's fucking got. Uh what? Any other guesses as far as who would be top five? Justin Herbert's number six. Any other random guesses as far as who would be top five? There's one that's interesting. That's uh, that's why I wrote it down as well. So I'm kind of trying to think. I yeah, This one, I also, I don't, yeah. I don't know where the fuck I would, like, that's, yeah. Outside of, like, one old quarterback and one new quarterback, I have no idea. Just like I did not did with the Chiefs, I have no idea any of the quarterback situation for the last decade for that's the Chargers. So. Dan Fouts is number two, 254. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Uh, Drew Brees, number five all time in Chargers passing touchdown leader, two thousand one, two thousand five. Wow, wow. He, so uh, he, wow. Justin Herbert will probably pass him up. Wow. Herbert's got sixty one. Brees had eighty for him. Played for a few wow. years there. He's got eighty. Um, all right, last one. And uh-huh. uh, yeah, this was a lot tougher than I was. Uh, you know. Yeah, uh, dude. This one. For, uh, so. This one got me, dude. Damn. Hey. Well, making us all smarter as far as NFL hey, history. Hey, Chargers receiving touchdowns. That. Chargers receiving touchdowns. Uh-huh. You should be able to get to a couple of them. Uh huh. One Chargers of them's on the team. I would, yeah, yeah, you ain't got to tell me that because I would probably figure Keenan Allen would find himself firmly supplanted on that top five list. What number is he? He's number five. Forty-six okay. touchdowns. Okay, okay, okay. Um, you have to put Antonio Gates on there. Number one, easy. Number one, sixteen. Okay. okay, you have to put him on there. That was the first one that came to mind. I wanna <sighs> something. Uh, no, because this is the first year that he's played. That doesn't make no sense. Never mind. Um, he's on the team still. Yeah, he's still on the team. Never mind. Um, I don't think you're gonna get these ones. Honestly, I'm trying to think if there was anybody else I could think of in between that time. Would they have been like within the last decade or last two? No, sixties and seventies. Nah, yeah, then never mind. I ain't got. Yeah, I ain't got, got these ones. Lance Allworth, eighty-one. Gary Garrison, fifty-eight. And Gary Charlie Garrison. Joyner, forty-seven. Gary Garrison, hell of a fucking name there. Big yeah, fan Gary of, Garrison. That's what I thought big too. Big fan of some Gary Garrison. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I have to imagine these uh, these record books for both of these teams are uh, you know the next five years going to be a little different, but uh, not terrible, man. I mean, there was a few that were some tough ones. I'm surprised you're not uh, I'm not hating on you by this. Trent Green was uh, that's who threw a lot of touchdowns to uh, Tony Gonzalez there uh, in the 2000s. There, I just 
didn't fucking I didn't start watching football to be That's honest with you till like 2000 and like 12. Just yeah, like I fun. didn't like fair dive enough. deep into football. Like I always knew it was there and I'd watch it. And, oh, I like the Bears, but I didn't understand it like I do now and just absolutely love it. Like until then, so yeah, like I didn't know if Trent Green when I when I was that young, like Trent Green didn't fucking matter to me. Like Tony Gonzalez did, but Trent Green yeah. didn't matter. So that's why it doesn't that doesn't ring any bells. But yeah. There you go. There you have it. A um, little bit of Thursday night football, two teams trivia. How about that? Uh, to go along with our two for Thursday night football, Tuddy Parlay. All a bunch of T's going on there, my friend. Uh, okay, let's stick with the NFL. Um, the big old glaring elephant in the room. Urban Meyer gets the shit can from Duval Connie. He's out. He's gone. It is over with. Now, before you jump good memories. No, good memories. We've we've had some good memories over the course of last September, October, November. About four months here. You know, we've made some good memories. They broke it down this morning on Get Up. You know, and you know, I honestly forgot the whole Tim Tebow saga. Didn't forget. You know, but like, no, yeah. Just was feels like ages ago. With yeah, how it, it's like not like even top five. Right it was like a month and a half ago. Like it wasn't even that fucking long ago. I was like, holy shit, that literally just happened in October. Like what in the hell? Um, one thing I will say, and and I'm interested to get your perspective on this too, because you know anybody who knows me, I'm kind of like stop fucking bubble wrapping society. Like buck yeah. up, buttercup. Let's fucking go. It's time to get after it. Especially, it's just that kind of entrepreneur get after it mindset. This sure. is what it is. Fuck it. I don't need a cookie. I don't need your fucking handout. But. What do you think about this whole um, this whole Josh Lambeau situation? Like, I am really interested, like, to be a fly on the fucking wall. Because, like, yeah. you'll never know how truly hard that kick was. Because in my mind, like, obviously playing sports for a lot of years, obviously not in, like, college or at this level, whatever. So I'm talking out of my ass as an average Joe on his couch right, right. now. But for knowing what I know from coaches, like, and, and from the context of what he, how he kind of started to tee it up, it just seems like to me, like, ah, hey, dipshit, make your kicks. Like, like, yeah, he probably missed a couple of fucking kicks. Hey, dipshit, make your kicks. Now, now, if that was a more tenured coach, 150%. I think the problem with it was, is that it's Urban Meyer, and then that, there was already so much shit, and then, if I'm not mistaken, Lambeau got cut from the team, right? Or is he still on the team, or... He's a free agent. Yeah, so he got cut from the team. So he's sitting around. Okay, and look, look. You can be mad at me all you fucking want, but he's sitting around pissed off as a motherfucker that old Urban's getting all this publicity and this, that, and the third. And, oh, look, see, even more shit's coming out about him. How about I spill the beans? And you know what? Maybe it's not as bad as I'm going to make it sound, but I'm going to make it sound pretty daggone bad. And then we all wake up this morning and fucking old Herb is hot. Out of Jacksonville, I don't know. I, I'm not saying it's like he's making it up by any means. Not, not, not like no, that. But it, it just seems like it was one of those just like, uh, hey, dipshit, make your kicks, like whatever. And it was just kind of like with the circumstances and what's going on now. And even though that happened when Lambo was still on the team, that just um, uh, the straw that broke the camel's back. If so, uh, oh for sure, I definitely mean, the straw. Am I far off base, or, or what are you thinking about that situation? Situation all in general too. I mean, fucking I mean, insane. I mean, I definitely pushed it over the edge. I the way he said it, it was like not a love tap. He didn't kick the shit out of me, but it wasn't a love tap either. I just think for someone, Josh Lambo's a 31 year old grown ass man, and you yeah. kicked him in the leg. How he makes his fucking money. I think Josh yeah. Lambeau was like, I'm not a 19-year-old dumbass, dude. Do not kick me in the fucking leg. I would have done the exact same thing. I probably would have walked out of practice. I would have said, 
Forget you, dude. I, get yeah. me the hell out of here. You're not going to kick me in the damn leg. Oh, I kick whoever I want. I'm the head ball coach. It's, yeah, screw you, dude. Yeah, that's pretty fucking I'm, I'm out yeah. on it, man. Because maybe you're right. Yeah. I mean, because it does, it's like the timing of it. It's like, obviously, like all this one, oh, isn't that two just weeks at a time, things time. are piling up on yeah. Urban. Yeah, yeah from yeah. that standpoint, I understand where you're coming from yeah, with that. Because it's like two weeks at a time here. We're getting some Urban Meyer news. And, uh, you know, we haven't heard anything. As, well, that's not true. We've it was like last week actually so it was starting to be like one week at a time i don't know man all i know is uh i think it's well deserved that he gets out of there but uh what else you got well i'll agree with you too because i i think this is why shows like ours are good mags because i have one opinion you have the other and we can meet in the middle and fucking talk yeah. about shit that that people are flying off the handle about this morning but i will agree with you also in the fact that um i i just think that, uh, that the, 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 there's no way Urban should have done that. Either way, it no. doesn't fucking matter. Your, well, you your, can say those words too. Like yeah, hey, hey, yeah. dipshit, make your kicks. Like yeah. the, the kick, and and you said it. Being a grown man, like this isn't fucking recruiting class. This isn't no. your your recruiting freshman. Like this is a man who gets paid hundreds and thousands of dollars to kick a ball, and you just kicked him in. Well, okay, granted, maybe this is know. a little bit little bit over the top too. But hey, it was the leg and the hip that kept me out of twelve games last year. Like. I get that, but you're a football player at the end of the day, too. Like, come on, be a little tough. But also, I see the side of the coin, like, what the fuck are you doing? This is my job. This is what I do. I'm not your little collegiate bitch anymore. Sorry, no. Urban. And I think I would be the same. You know me. I don't hold no bones about it. Any, I think if anybody I don't know or fuck with in that sense, whether if I know them or not, and they came up and kicked me in the ass, I would I probably be... A, a, and here you go. Here's, here's full disclaimer. You plan on doing that to me at any point in time. You see me face-to-face. You think you're joking around. You just heard it from Max. Just full disclaimer, you might fucking get turned around and catch a fuck. Just a, just, a, just a quick blade, and then you'll wonder what the fuck happened as you're just leaking down the side of your face. So, yeah, I think I think I agree with like, you because I, I don't think I would fucking take too kindly to that, honestly, like, either. I, I, I obviously could not. I've never been a kicker in my life. I could, I don't know that I could put myself in the shoes. If I'm a 19-year-old and that shit happens to me, I'm like, I'm pissed. I probably, I piss, but I'd probably, okay, what, I, I'm a college, whatever. I'm a 31-year-old grown man who's been on this team for the last four years. And, uh, you know, obviously not an all-pro kicker by any means, I don't think. Uh, nah, not, not Lambo. I mean, no, obviously but. got cut, so he was kind of getting to scrub territory. But still, man, I'd tell him to go screw himself, too. I What I want to know is, like, if maybe he was just like, you know, kind of just being like, ah, ah, whatever, I don't need to release this. But then some of the other dudes were like, yo, dude, I saw that shit. Like, we're so sick of him. Please tell somebody what happened. That's kind of what I'm wondering. Yeah, right. seriously. Because like, what, how does Josh Lambo? because like, I agree with you as far as like the timing of it, but how does Josh Lambo benefit from it now? Like, yeah. you know, he's still just not a very good kicker anymore. So I yeah. don't really know he's, that he stands to benefit from this at all, you know? I don't think it's going to uh, miraculously get him out of free agency onto a right. team, but it might got him paid by NBC or ESPN or whoever the fuck's covering it and putting out the interview whoever that Maybe. got him a little extra payday get him through uh free agency for a little while longer because yeah lambo wasn't i mean he's not a, a star-studded kicker by any means hey 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 hey! i'm not a fucking kicker at all i would never make at for an i would never even dream of uh making an nfl team as a kicker no way no how, how the only way i could probably make an nfl team is if i tried out to be the left out water boy um, probably about the only way I could grace my uh, presence on a football field. No fucking way. Um, I looked at what really solidified it for me, partner. Um, don't know if you guys saw me tweet this out, but I, I retweeted a Miles Garrett tweet. And uh, it was him oh, congratulating yeah. old Stephen Steph. Curry. Way to go with your threes. Good job. I guess I just 
didn't realize. But, like, basketball players are really fucking tall, dude. And, like, every yeah, time man. I watch basketball, it always makes me wonder, like, what the fuck was I missing? Like, I ate my vegetables as a kid. I ate my proteins. I took care of my body. I exercised as a little kid, too. And here I sit five foot eight and 165 pounds with <laughs> fucking concrete bricks tied to my ankles. And then I look at these guys. It's like, and, and you were eating McDonald's. What, what did I miss here? Outside of that, my whole point of this story, before I get into the how I did not get blessed with height rabbit hole, I see Stephen Curry looking Miles Garrett eye to eye. Yeah. Eye to eye, not up, not down. I mean, eye to eye. And when Miles Garrett is on the football field, he looks like a fucking freak. He looks right. like he is 50 times bigger than everybody else on that court. Now, granted, shoulder-wise, out-wise, depth-wise, much bigger yeah. than Steph. Right. But the fact that they are the same height, that, that blew my mind. My brain right. was oozing out of my ears, dude. I couldn't believe it. Right, especially because Steph is like known as, oh, like coming up, he was always too small, this and that, he's too small, this. Still will talk about him as being you, like just your perception of him. It's like, oh, he's, he's one of the smallest guys on the floor. Yeah, you're right, man. And, uh, you know, by listing, maybe his shoes boosted him up an inch or two because, uh, you know, Miles Garrett, I'm looking on Google's list is 6'4", Steph Curry 6'2". But, like, I think of the people I knew growing up and, uh, you know, whether in my high school, they're fully grown, like 6'2", 6'3", people, it was like, wow, those people are really fucking tall. And then you think of Steph Curry and he's tiny. I don't know, man. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't I just have probably, with uh, yeah, Steph Curry probably couldn't have, um, I mean, maybe he could have bulked up. I don't know. You tell me. You think he could have bulked up and been uh, I mean, anybody wide can. receiver or something? Speaking I don't know. Anybody could have bulked up. Speaking of could, can you bulk up, this is a whole nother fucking rabbit hole. Did you see the latest picture of Mystic Mac Conor McGregor? No. My no, did not. days. My days. It doesn't even look like him. Doesn't even no. look like him, partner. I, I thought it was a different human being. Like, his face. His face does not even look the same. He has caught a neck... That is about fucking ten times wider than it was originally. It's on his, uh, it's on his, his Instagram page. No, it's on his Instagram okay. page. Um, go to his Instagram, and it's like it was something about McGregor Fast, his new fucking program. His fucking titties got to be at least triple D's by now. <laughs> his fucking biceps are no shorter than twenty-four inch pythons, and he's just out, just ripping his. La I mean, it is insane, and his face just looks so big. So I'm thinking. I'm thinking they extended Nate Diaz's contract in the UFC. Nate ain't cutting no fucking weight no this more. This one? No, hold on. Let he me looks see. huge I, in that picture too. Yeah, though. he looks fucking huge. Let me see if I can find this one and, and see if I can show it real quick. Cause like I saw this and it blew my mind. Uh, let's see, Notorious MMA. Uh, Is it oh. this one? Yes, that one, bro. That's him. That's him? That, zoom in on his chest. It's his fucking tattoos. That's him. Yes, that's him. I know. It doesn't look like him. That's what I'm trying to explain to you. I'm like, where are you looking? It's right there. That is Connor fucking McGregor. Look at that picture on his Instagram. If you follow him on Instagram, that is Connor McGregor. So hear me out. This is why I mentioned it. Yeah, Insane. Yeah. Insane. This is why I mentioned it. We just heard yesterday that Nate Diaz's contract got extended by the UFC. Why? Right. Makes no sense. Right. That goofy bastard ain't cutting no weight anymore. He's fighting at right. 170 or nothing. Mystic Mac looks like that. He ain't fighting at 155, I don't think. I think he's done jacking around with the 55 title. I think he's going to try and fuck around at 170. You, We see the trilogy between him and Diaz, finally, after waiting forever and ever and ever. We see that one. I think we also see... Um, 
Dustin and yeah. potentially Diaz too before we see anything. I think we see that at 170 as well because Dustin looked thick. Dustin looked thick at 155. I think he could make 172. If Connor looks like that, get get out of here, dude. He doesn't even look yeah. to, like I I I saw that this morning. I had to knock the sleep out of my. I was like, bro, no, is that is this like a is this like an ad? And I zoomed in on his chest and you see McGregor and his fucking uh, Jaguar, right. and I was like. What the that's fuck? Why I, I was like, that's not him. That's not him. Yeah, and then no, the picture before right that, I was like, is this him? Or, I mean, obviously, it was him. I mean, is this the one you're talking like, about? He looks like, huge in that one. Obviously, he's yeah. like doing that, so it makes his face look even bigger, but it doesn't even it look, look like him. him. He's well, fucking huge. He's huge. I'm glad, you met, I'm glad you went down this way. And you mentioned Dustin. He said something, I don't know if it was yesterday or the day before, on Ariel Hawani's uh, show, I do believe, where he said, I might never fight at 155 again mm. or something along those yeah, lines. Yeah, yeah. So. I think you're right, dude, and I, I haven't been 100% tapped into it, but I keep seeing all this beef as far as, uh, you know, Diaz along with the, uh, Dustin Poirier. I saw uh, Masvidal throwing some shade somewhere else. I don't know, man. I uh, I mean, well, because these fights, like, you tell me, like, these fights really aren't going to get these guys necessarily on the trajectory to fighting for the belt, but they make ass loads on ass loads of money. So, I mean... If you're Dustin Poirier and you're not fight, staying at 155 to, uh, you know, continue fighting for the belt, do you think he has any a legitimate shot at fighting at 170 for the belt? Which I kind of think no. So it honestly sounds like a money play to me. I don't think Connor does either. To be honest with right. you, I, I mentioned this to you off the show, and if any, if you know me in any capacity whatsoever, you know Mystic Mac is one of my favorite fighters of all time, sure. and not just because the aura he has now, but the aura that he has held since he was fighting in Cage Warriors, just like Patty Pimblett started his. I think Patty Pimblett's going to be that next Connor yeah, McGregor. I can't wait. Uh, I, I can't wait to see. I mean, I've been watching Patty Pimlet in uh, in Cage Warriors forever before he even made the jump to the UFC. But I'm talking about Conor McGregor. I've been a huge fan of him for so long, and I I just don't see him making a run at 155 anymore. I just don't see it. Charles no, Oliveira is too, too fucking dominated. It's too stacked. There's too much shit. I really don't even see him holding a candle to Kamaru. Uh, for all of you who are wondering who the hell I'm talking about, it's Kamaru Usman, uh, not Kamaru Usman. Kamaru Usman, uh, I like to pronounce their names correctly because they are human beings at the end of the day, not just fucking fighters who get in human cockfighting for our enjoyment. Um, I don't think he holds a candle to Usman, to be to be honest with you. Um, so I, I think that this is going to be kind of a money play, like you said, um, between kind of some of these old dogs. I, I don't even want to fucking call Connor an old dog. I don't want to call Dustin nah. an old dog, Nate, either, because they're not old, but in fighting terms, they are getting up there. And right. this might be like... Last three fights we see on all of their contracts. I I was surprised as hell that uh, Nate Diaz got another three fights. That's that's what a UFC contract is. And like, right. So if you don't know the background of it too, so Dana promises a fighter three fights um, a year. Period. Right. Point blank. Period. If that fighter is not guaranteed and given three fights, it says it in every one of their contracts during that year, then Dana pays him like shit. It's a shitload of money. Like right. a stupid amount of money. And if, however, if a fighter is offered a fight and denies it and then comes under the three-fight-a-year limit, they do not get that, mm. that bonus. So interesting. he made a comment a while back ago of when this kind of started resurfacing about the contract rules and regulations. He made a comment of, well, I've been paying Nate Diaz a shitload of money. So I've been offering him fucking fights. He's turning them down. It's not my fault he's not fighting three times a year, barely fighting one time a year. So 
they got to have some early fucking plans for him in 2022 if they decided to give him another three fights because that's that makes no sense to me whatsoever. So I think we're going to see some early activity from Diaz. He's been chirping on fucking Twitter for the last three yeah. months, dude. Right. So I, I, I think at some point in time you got to give him something. Maybe Kamzat, maybe maybe Chimaev, who knows? Maybe that that bubbles up out of nowhere. Maybe. Kamzat well, because runs like, through Nate. The alternative, if, if any of these guys are trying to elevate back through uh, these divisions for the title, I mean, they'll have, like, good matchups as far as fights, but it's not going to be, you know, it'll be, like, Connor versus, and maybe this is totally off base, but Connor versus Gregor Gillespie. And no one, mm. like, everyone's like, what's what's that about? And yeah. Everyone's like, oh, okay, Connor's just trying to get back into the mix. And yep. that's not going to be, I mean, obviously people will buy that, but that's not the, uh, you know, that's probably about 50% of what it would be, or, like, money purse as far as compared to one of these other guys that they're talking about, yeah. so... And somebody, money, I right? just saw too, somebody who's starting to fall under the radar at 170 is Neil Magny. Neil Magny is sure. just not getting talking about uh, talked about at all, and I think he needs to because I think he is going to be in the running pretty damn soon rather than later. I don't know who steps in and takes out Kamaru, but uh, just law of how things go, man. At some point in time, it just it's going to get relinquished. I don't know who that guy is right now. I'm ho- I I don't even I don't even want him to lose it cuz he's such a good champion, but I love it, him. at some point in time, man, it's going to happen. I just don't think it's going to be any of the old dogs that are seemingly trying to make a comeback here at 170 to not have to he cut hasn't any fought, weight uh, just go. He hasn't fought Leon Edwards yet, has he? No. He has not offhand, as far as I know. I, I don't, don't think, think so. so. I at just least, went not, his last at least not for the belt. Not for the belt, right. at least. I don't know if it's been something in the past, but not for the belt. So that would be interesting. I mean, Leon obviously could be next man up. I think he's he's earned it in some shape or form or fashion, but he almost got fucking put to sleep if Nate Diaz wouldn't have just pointed yeah. at him and would have swarmed on him. He would have got the TKO. He was out on his feet. So, I don't know. It's interesting to see what's going on in 170. Uh, we're going to get a lot of information as to what the hell's going on at heavyweight uh, this upcoming weekend. Fucking Chris right. Daukas and uh, um, Derek Lewis. Did you see what Derek Lewis – shout out to Black Beast, man. Did you see what he said? Uh, His I fucking presser. Oh, fucking electric. So, he's like, oh, yeah. And he goes, so – I don't remember who asked him. Um, somebody was like, oh, so do you do you see, you know, that Dalkus is a police officer? Do you respect him as a police officer? Whatever. Like, almost, I don't want to say trying to make it political, but, like, whatever. And he's like, no, yeah. yeah. He's like, go. yeah, I fucking support the blue, especially the ones in Houston, you know. Like, a couple of, couple of you good guys, you know what I'm talking about. You let me get away with that speeding from time to time, yeah. you know. And the only way he can just got that little shit-eating grin on his face. And he's like... So, yeah, I always support the Blue. Back to Blue 150% all the way. You know, I, I got nothing bad to say about him, whatever. And uh, he goes, now, uh, whoever was asking the question, he goes, so what What does that mean for when you guys step in the cage? Is it, you going to be giving him any extra respect? Or, like, what is that? He's like, oh, no, man. Uh, you know, when you fight a police officer, you're not trying to get Rodney Kinged on ESPN. So <laughs> I can't let it happen. And I fucking lost it. I fucking lost it. And that classic fucking Derek Lewis shit-eating grin. And I was just like, oh, my gosh. I fucking lost it, dude. I was like, you have got to be fucking kidding me. But classic Derek Lewis. Uh, we're going to have plenty more of those segments, plenty more of those going around the internet. He's a madman. Uh, he is a madman. If you don't follow him on Instagram, I highly suggest it. He has the most fucked up, out-of-this-world, insane videos um, that he posts. And he just 
two words caption he's okay or she's okay because it is some <laughs> yeah. of the most banana shit i've been such a big fan of the black beast for the longest time um even since he really started making waves in the heavyweight division um coming up in the ufc as an unranked fighter he's he's been a dog for a long time so i can't wait to see him fight um you just may see him on a uh Little UFC pick blog of mine hey, hey, hey. this upcoming Saturday. Who am I? What do I know? Uh, what I do know is I have capped the entire UFC card. We are ready to rock and roll. I won't go through everything. I'll make you uh, wait in anticipation of who I got my eyes on. But I think we'll have about five plays uh, from what it looks like. Uh, one, two, three for sure. Um, yeah, four for sure, and then we might add a little bit, and then I think we're going to have the return of the uh, Don't Bet Against Brazilians parlay hey, hey, hey. as well. Missed it by one leg last week. Uh, I think we're in the right spot this week to be able to back it. So, there you go. There you have it. Uh, UFC, a little bit of a rabbit hole there for you. Uh, Mags, what's going on in the world of the NFL? Latest and greatest news updates, sir. All righty, my friend. Interested. I'm hoping we get some conversation based off of this. Uh, this one specifically, obviously, uh, they're playing my Packers, but uh, Ravens OC Greg Roman reiterated that Lamar is day-to-day. Wow. Wouldn't say whether he's even practicing. He's getting treated around the clock. Uh, so to stay right there for a minute, I'm seeing four and a half, five and a half. I do believe it started the week at six and a half. Of course, ass loads of money are coming in on my Packers. Any what thoughts? What difference does I'm, it make? I'm too because you're right. These uh, you know, these so so-called trap spots. There's only been really one that Vikings game that has actually been a full-on trap. But I I don't know. I probably won't bet on the spread in this one. Maybe I will if it gets to a certain <laughs> spot. I'm serious because this is an interesting matchup. I think the Packers will win. But if we're talking four and a half, five, and it's moving like this. Hey, you've been you've been visiting the comedy store or something, man. Are you oh, trying to get up, up a, a, a gig as a comedian? <laughs> Holy shit. I've heard it all now. Not taking action on the Packers under a touchdown on a weekend on Sunday. Uh, oh, okay. I'll believe it when Son I see it, bitch. folks. I'll oh. believe it when I see Son it, folks. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Yeah, I'll see like an Aaron Rodgers like, oh, yeah, we're, we're feeling good. Toes are fine. I see you. Son of a bitch. I'm no problem. In. <laughs> I'm in. No problem. Take you my money. Son of a bitch. I'm in. But yeah, seriously, yeah. any thoughts as far as that uh, from your side of things? Stay away right now? Uh, yeah, because I saw it, and I was like, hmm, under a touchdown. That's interesting. Um, and initially I saw it, and then, oh, shit, ass loads of money, ass loads of bet coming in on it. And then I was like, oh, well, that hasn't really mattered for the Packers at all. But then now all of this stuff coming out, I think it doesn't even matter for the Packers even more. Um, yeah, with him saying that it's going to come down to the wire per Greg Roman, down to yeah. the wire is what he most recently said. I mean, I don't like – back i i don't know that you can either back back either side confidently with what I'm saying. that that big of news coming out like lamar jackson moves a fucking number two three points so like i know everybody i got a something about closing line value here in a minute but i know everybody wants to talk about that but um i yeah i don't think uh i don't know i don't i think you're just gonna have to sit around and wait on this one i don't think there is gonna be a closing line value position you can take right now Right. Well, beyond beyond the quarterback situation, there is going to be a little bit more, I think, a little bit more sense of urgency at home from the Ravens. Kind of, I, they only got that one game lead in the division. Um, but the Packers got just took over the one seed with that Cardinals loss the other night, and if they win out, they're the one seed. They host through Lambeau. So I don't know what the motives are as far as going into Baltimore and stealing a win or not. I don't know if the Ravens are just going to be throwing the kitchen sink, or maybe like, is there a world in which they say, all right, we've got. 
if we could win this game, that would be amazing. But we've got a couple division games coming up that we absolutely have to have. Not saying they punt on this one, but is there any thought as far as, all right, maybe we let Lamar sit and then, you know, hope to have him back for these last three games, win these last three and win the division and get in? I think so. I think so, but I don't think they're going to win the division. Remember, I got my plus I know, 230 Bengals ticket, baby. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. That doesn't seem very Lamar, though. Away. If he's ready to I go, think, I think he's going. I think it's a stay away, John. I think yeah. uh, that's what it comes down to at the end of the day. So, All right. Um, quickly Other back, thing. Oh, oh sorry. No, you go, go ahead. Pin that. Uh, quickly back to that CLV. You know, yeah, we have a ahead. we have a great friend of the show, right? Now, I was interested to get your opinion on this. We have a... Uh, Hey, open floor show today. We had a shorter bet and everything. We've been going rocking and rolling here. We have 20 minutes Holding after the top of the 11 hour. Hey, hey, there you go. Just Holding like your up. boy. Um, so I watched a clip yesterday. Um, before I go into what that clip was about, we have a very good friend of the show, our man, the sportsbook consigliere, Dave Sharpen, um, one of our best connection in the industry. We are uh, super tight with him. That all being said, shout out if you are watching Consig. Appreciate the hell out of you. Um, that all being said, you know, his whole CLV shtick and you always hate to be the guy that dove in early said, I got the value boys. Hey, 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 look at my ticket. I got the value boys. Got it all the way. And then you watched it drop in your favor. Oh, I'm on it, baby. I'm on it. Seven whole points. It drops. And then you wake up to see your ticket didn't cash, and you see a tweet from the legendary Dave Sharpin that has each one of the single movements with them checked off, saying, doesn't matter, in a beautiful trash can with the letter CLV stamped on it. Correct. I watched a video yesterday from, I won't mention who, or what okay. what broadcast, or what, but let's just say somebody pretty respectable. Okay. Hammering, hammering the fucking microphone that beating closing line value is the only way you can be a profitable better ever. So we have somebody we really, really respect who is very respected and uh, says that closing line fucking doesn't matter worse shit. We are, I see somebody else who's very, very well respected as far as I know in another, uh, let's say, platform that is very, very well respected saying that if you don't beat CLV, you'll never win. You'll be a piece of shit. Now, I went back through some stuff last night because that kind of stuff, I said, what? I went back through some stuff and I said, well, shit, the last 10 college basketball plays, we've had some goofy uh, bass backwards line movement and we still cast those motherfucking plays. So I don't, I'm a bit lost, partner. Do we continue to buy in for all of our benefits? Not, not for any, not for anybody else, not for any of the out content creators out there. We've already done this for, for us as gamblers. Do we buy into CLV or no? I mean, my friend, uh, all I can see is that damn trash can. That's the only thing that I ever see. I mean, does it help? Sure, it'll help. Most sure. definitely it'll help, especially probably basketball. It helps a little bit more. Hopefully, uh, okay, you froze on my screen. I wasn't sure if that was me or not. But uh, oh. I would say basketball, it matters a little bit more. But you look back at that rap. I was concerned that I was going to fall into that trash can with the Raptors the other day at plus eight. It doesn't matter what you caught it at. The Raptors cashed the damn ticket. So it only matters if you win. I don't care if uh, you got, uh, you know, five points on a spread. If you lost, you fucking lost. Um, so sometimes it helps. Sure, it helps. If I if you're giving me the best possible number and that's the side I was going to take anyways, then yeah, hell yeah, I want that. But sure. to be the only possible way, the only end-all, be-all way that you're going to profit, get the hell out of here. Give me a damn break. Yeah, that you can be considered sharp. Is basically I'm interested what to the, see. Uh, I, I didn't see this, so I'm interested to hear who this was. 
well, yeah, yeah. Well, for sure, absolutely. You know, I never trash anybody out, for no. sure. I would never no. fucking... No. But it might not even be somebody that anybody knows about. Either way, there you go, there you have it. I just find it so funny that uh, we find people on the aisle every day who beat the drum of CLV is the most important what? thing, but then also people who beat the drum of CLV does not matter whatsoever. So what is a man to believe out here anymore these days? One more thing as far as this is concerned, I've seen people who get like on a very popular book get limited because they keep beating all the CLV, but then they'll complain like, I haven't even been profitable. Like they, they're kicking me out because I'm getting all the CLV. It hasn't even been profitable. I don't understand. So yep. like I yep. said, does it help? Sure. If you're going to take that side, sure it helps. Well, sure. But give me a damn break, man. I mean, basketball. Yep. Like I said, in the NFL especially, like, give me a freaking break. We caught that Vikings one uh, plus three, and then it flips to whatever the hell it flipped to, and they get their teeth clapped in by whatever Cooper damn Rush. Cooper Rush, like, for on, fuck's man. sake. Just stop. Just stop. I, I don't want to relive that fucking week. No. Uh, yeah. What? So, yeah, you know what? I think we just solved it right there. Closing line value doesn't mean jack shit in this game. What matters is if you're happy with the number you got and you stick to that number and you can find good key cold hard facts as to why it matters then you stick with that now i mean there's go ahead i would just say go back and listen to sports book and sig's wise words episode because the one thing he said that i love and it's just so true as because everyone has their own damn processes is processes processes i um, process i think i think it was him i could be talking about ass i believe it was consig though where he was talking about as far as comparing it to golf where you could show up to the range hit 100 damn balls uh, you know, hit the putt green for an hour and go out and shoot 80. And then he said, and I can go out, hit three balls. Oh, I tweak this, tweak this. And then I go out and shoot 80. Like, I mean, it, right, it, the process right, is, right. it's th- whatever yeah, process I, I works for you. Consig. I think, I think it that was Consig. I, I don't think it, I, I don't know. I don't know if it was or not. Either way, hell of a fucking, hell of a way to think about it there, though, for right. sure. Yeah, um, that, that, uh, Everybody has their own process, and if you come to the same conclusion on a number and you like a number, then stick with the number, and wherever the fucker moves, so what? Uh, Just stick with your number. It is going to be like I, for instance, I hammered in UMBC this morning at minus 3.5, plummeted to minus 2.5, now tickling 3.5 again on some books. Did you think I wanted to jump out of this fucking window when it was down to 2.5? No, because I'm still comfortable with it at 3.5. I don't care about CLV, but... Apparently, it's the only way I can ever become successful, Mag. So, right. like, the chance that it's going to land exactly on three and the two and a half wins the ticket and your three and a half loses the ticket, it's, it, come on, man. It's not that crazy. It's all good. It is it's that crazy. Good. I, I mean, all, it, it is, is that crazy. It is that yeah. crazy from, from <laughs> time to time. But when you find the right side, we go down this rabbit hole for Like, if you lose that ticket, hours, I would be hard-pressed to believe that it lands exactly on three. Chances are they lose outright or something like that. Not trying to speak this distance or anything for you. You know yeah, what I'm trying may, to say, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But let's not speak that to, into Sorry. existence. Go down that rabbit hole because that really sucks. I don't want that ticket to lose. Sorry. So they're going to win by eight. There you go. There yeah. you have it. Uh, that's the actual real prediction. Uh, Mags was just uh, reverse osmosis. Reverse osmosis. Osmosisai, reverse osmosisai, osmosisine, reverse osmosisine. I don't uh, all of reverse it. osmosis. Yeah, that one. He's doing that to my <laughs> shit. So whatever he's saying, the opposite is gonna happen. All right, there you go. There you have it. Rabbit holes left, right, and center. All right, four minutes until the thirty-minute mark of the eleven o'clock hour. How about a couple of TTL updates and announcements, huh? Uh, wise words in the background. Little. 
Uh, we got uh, Wise Words Season 2, Episode 4, dropped yesterday. Yeah, it's a little warm out. You know, you get the hey, you get the ashless chaps on, and you get ready to rock and roll. Is that a little too windy to be riding motorcycles or crotch rocks, though? Not even kidding. No, 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 no. no? I mean, maybe, okay. maybe. I mean, maybe it might be, but uh, you might like get your ass plus mile an hour wind. Might get your ass blown over if you're on the highway. I mean, I wouldn't suggest it, but do what you got to do, partner. Uh, season two, episode four, Wise Words Pod dropped yesterday uh, on our YouTube. It is now available on the YouTube at the Wise Words Podcast playlist. Who would have thunk? And on all major podcast directories, you can also find it talkingtheline.com slash wise dash words dash podcast. Uh, speaking of additional shows from the TTL crew, Cup of Joe on Campus podcast, ready to rock and roll this upcoming Saturday once again. I believe it's episode number seven now. Can't believe we've been doing that one for sure, seven weeks. Yeah, sounds right. Uh, 8.30 a.m. Central Standard Time this upcoming Saturday, the 18th. Yes, it is the 18th. Um, we have an absolutely loaded day of college sports. Uh, bowl season starting. Yeah. Not the best bowl season or bowl games out there, but there are some damn good ones that uh, are going to be having some value, going to be worth betting on. 100%. And you nailed it on Saturday with only the one college football game. Despite how much we love college basketball, it was bizarre not seeing, you know, three to 20 different options. Oh, with my Pablo any, tweet? Any given, yeah. Oh, what was my, it? With my Pablo tweet, you said? Like I how, think so. Yeah, but when I tweeted this, so this is what it feels like to not have 500 college football yeah. games interlaced with 250 college oh, yes, basketball yes, games. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. it was just Pablo uh, Pablo uh, Escobar sitting I love, just upset. I love like 100 options around. of both, man. I, it was weird only having the one college uh, football. So uh, give me I whatever action is coming our way. I ended up staying away, and everybody's losing their minds over Army-Navy, and I saw so many people throwing tickets away, getting pissed off, and I was just like, wow, I'm glad I stayed out of that nonsense. Did you hit the under? Yeah, of course you hit the under. Of course they take it. I, I just decided to stay away. But there you go. There you have it. Um, uh, Cup of Joe on Campus podcast, eight thirty a.m. Central Standard Time. We uh, have a boatload of those bowl games, and then also college basketball. Unreal is college basketball. Unreal games. on Saturday. So make sure you tune into that. We'll have plenty of value to get through. Dish out everything like that. Uh, Going to be a tighter episode. Uh, we usually go till only about ten thirty, so um, we won't go any later than ten thirty. Your boy's got to get his uh, license updated here. Get ready to get back into uh, adulthood. Um, the old license expired. Nice Saturday so, uh, trip to the DMV, eh? Yeehaw, here we go. <laughs> Burn off half the fucking day. Can't wait. Had to make a fucking appointment for 11.30, but I bet you I don't get out of there until 5.30. Hopefully that helps, dude. Yeehaw. Hopefully that gets you in and out. Hey, they said it's an appointment-only facility, so if I go in that son of a bitch and I'm waiting around, I'm liable to have a come apart, but we're not going to put that out in the world. We're just going to hope that that is TVs. not the case. And, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll just stick one in my back pocket, Mags. No, 50, yeah. 55-inch, just... No problem. You no got a smaller fun. one you can bring in. I'm sure there's going to be some degens at the fucking. Yeah, uh, you know there might be. Saturday. You know you there might me? be. There might be. There might be. Maybe I just bring the ESPN, uh, ESPN app on the old phone, and we can just watch it like that, like normal human beings in the 21st century now. So, there you go. Cup of Joe on campus officially. Uh, already talked about it. UFC. We got into pretty deep UFC rabbit hole, but uh, pick blog will come out uh, this upcoming Saturday. Uh, Saturday morning. Um, we'll have it scheduled, ready to rock and roll. Might even drop it Friday night. Not sure. Don't know. Uh, Mags will have his uh, extra cheddar blog. Speaking of the Packers and Ravens game, he'll have that. All of his Packers best bets and props for the day. He's been on an absolute heater since he started doing those bad boys. I suggest you uh, subscribe to all of our blogs so you can get those and more. Just go to talkingtheline.com. Uh, you can go to our blogs on the uh, additional the more tabs, or you can also just uh, type in your email right on the homepage. 
We'll never send you spam. We'll never send you any bullshit, but you will get access to all of our blogs before anybody else. Speaking of TalkingTheLine.com, stop by. It's where you find all of our social media platforms, all of our additional content, everything in between. You can also find that on our link tree that's in this episode's description and also on all of the bios of our social media platforms. Outside of that, partner, got a little motivation minutes to dish out here, get these fine folks on about their day. But before I do that, anything less from you or else from you? Less from you. What the fuck? Anything else from you? Sorry, dude. Uh, I'll see myself out. Anything else from you in regards (laughs) to the uh, world of sports, sports gambling, news, late breaking, anything in between, my man? Only significant news that we missed, and this is all I got. Uh, Jalen Waddle on COVID IR for this weekend for the Dolphins. We did. I think we skimmed over that one, man. Okay, a serious question though, for real. Like, are we about to, like job security? Talk about job security, but are we about to go on lockdown again, dude? Like, what what the fuck's about to happen here? Uh, was it yesterday? Like I said, I'd be hard pressed to imagine it gets that serious. But I saw, I think it was the Raptors. Maybe it was hockey, but I think it was the Raptors. As far as like maybe the, the Canadian. Uh, arenas are going to cut back down to 50 percent i think that's probably more so in the cars than anything uh, who the hell am i but i would say it's probably like i said i think yesterday just stiffer protocols maybe they limit some more fans definitely i mean toronto is obviously more strict than we were so like i said the nfl yeah. is going to continue on wouldn't be surprised if uh, the nba does some of that as far as limiting some fans though or even the nhl too i saw shout out uh, shout out Gump Cathcart uh, saw him retweet today. Premier League might uh, end up canceling their season. Uh, yeah. so they're they're trying to uh, kind of trying to push the higher ups to cancel the season. So I'm interested to see what'll happen there. I don't know, man. Um, it's it's getting kind of hot and heavy. A lot of teams across a lot of sports are getting ripped with COVID. So right. apparently so, I mean, we're hey. still in a fucking pandemic, um, even though a lot of us <laughs> tend to forget about it, it right. seems like. I mean, I just walk out and I fucking think, well, oh, shit, somebody, 22 players just went on a COVID? Wow, I, I guess know. we are hey, still I mean, in a pandemic. I mean, proceeding caution on the NFL this weekend, man. You really got to look into who is yeah, in take and who it is easy. out. That's, I saw someone, I think it was our uh, friend we had on one of the early shows, Wise Words, Bearman was like, at this point, I want to know who is in this weekend, not who is out. I, I think... If anything, maybe that was why my brain went to the CLV just subconsciously here today. Fucking just wait. Wait until oh. Saturday. or If there's any hinkling whatsoever, don't worry about waiting until Saturday for this week. I know typically you don't like to do that because that's when everybody starts to rush to the books, John Q. Public and everything. But um, if you guys got any questions about money splits or anything like that, just shoot us a DM. Drop it. Yeah. Some, it will always be uh, available to answer that shit, too. We got access to a couple other things. We'll give you sites where we have access to, too. If you always have questions, we're always available. Actually, too, jump in our chalkboard app, Talking the Line board. That's what the fuck we have it for, for crying out loud. Come talk some shit. Get some more insights. We want to connect with you guys and can't tell you how much we appreciate it when you do. All right. That's enough rabbit holes for today. Seems like we have about completed an entire episode, or another entire episode, rather, of the Talking the Line pod. But we got one final thing to do, partner, and one thing that I have always promised to do and will continue to do as far as we have this show. Without further ado, may I uh, continue? Go ahead. All right. I'm not going to stop you. All right, good, sir. Well, final segment of the day. Here it comes. My Motivation Minutes. All right. Super simple, actually, today, my friends. Just a little bit of perspective that I think we all could use and uh, perspective on something that I do every single day. You say, Colt, I don't follow your schedule. What the hell do I know that you do every single day? Well, au contraire, my friend, but you do. And it's actually probably uh, maybe potentially on this here social media platform that you're watching this show on. And it's my morning tweet. 
every single morning. I try and put it out about 6.30 or a quarter to 7, somewhere around in that ballpark. And I just say, good morning, my friends, if you haven't seen it. It's a either marvelous Monday to be alive, or I always I hey, giving away my trade secrets. I always rhyme it with the uh, the day of the week it is. So tremendous Tuesday, terrific Thursday, whatever, wonderful Wednesday, to be alive. The rest is up to you. And shout out Joey Coco Diaz. Um, I got so he said some of this. It was more it's a it's a beautiful day to be alive, cocksucker, like just how he only yeah. would. So I kind of changed it up around, and it's a beautiful day to be alive. The rest is up to you. And I don't do that for the likes. I don't do it for the retweets, any of that. I do it to, if one person sees that, sees that, hey, it's a beautiful day to be alive. The rest really is up to me. At least I'm alive. At least I'm kicking. If one person sees that and it changes the entire course of their day and their mindset, I did my job, partner. So I wanted to give a little perspective on that and, and why I chose that. Why? Why it's a beautiful day to be alive, the rest is up to you. And obviously, for the obvious, we're all fucking alive. Let's take a minute just to be grateful at the bare bones of everything. We're on a floating fucking rock that don't really make a whole lot of sense whatsoever in the middle of expansive nothingness. Let let that just kind of sink in for a minute. And you have the opportunity to be alive in that. Let me let, Let me repeat myself. One in 400 trillion opportunity you have to be on this floating rock in the middle of expansive nothingness, and you have the opportunity to get another day to be alive on it. If that doesn't make your fucking head spin, I, I don't know what will. And if you can't think that deep, maybe you gotta... Maybe stop tuning in the motivation minutes because that's what this is all about, my friends. That's what I'm all ever at the bare bones core of everything I try to tell you guys and ah, battle this adversity or throw this blade or catch this arrow, break it over me. Whatever message it is, at the end of the day, shit, let's just be grateful that we're here, man. We got another day to be alive again on a floating fucking rock in the middle of expansive nothingness. If you ever question how insignificant your problems, your worries, your fears, your cares are, just think about that for a minute. And if by one fraction of a decimal, some fucking gas, you know, H2O, or not H, that's not a gas, hydrogen or carbon dioxide or whatever gas they find in our atmosphere, it's off by that much. We're all fucked. We're all dead. It's all gone, my friends. So I do it for that reason. That's my perspective behind it. It's it's not uh, for likes or anything. Sometimes it's for me. Sometimes I get up in the morning and I'm tired and I don't want to do it. And I got more problems and my plate is so full and oh my gosh, I just can't go on. Well, everybody else has got problems too. And guess what? Everybody else is walking around on this floating, expansive piece of nothing. This is floating rock and they got problems too. But guess what? They got the opportunity to be alive. So sometimes I need that reminder myself that, hey, you son of a bitch, you're alive. You got an opportunity to go turn some problems into potential opportunities. Turn obstacles into opportunities, my friends. And that's all we're trying to do. So, hey, sometimes I do it for me. Sometimes it ain't for none of you. Sometimes I've got to do it for myself, too. But secretly, it is always for you guys as well. So remember, my friends, it is a beautiful day to be alive the rest is up to you and you had a one in 400 trillion chance 
of being born on this floating rock in the middle of expansive nothingness and you got the opportunity and are blessed enough and favored enough to get the chance to live it for another day. I hope that brings a little bit of perspective to your beautiful Thursday here and that officially does it for my motivation minutes of the day. I love a partner and I apologize if this is a goofy way to take it, but as far as keeping it in gambling terms, one in 400 trillion odds, I don't know what the hell that is, but if I ever cash a Sign ticket like up. that, Roll I, the uh, dice. yeah, yeah, I, you know, I, you know, I think you know what I'm trying to say. That's, uh, that's not something I'm just like, okay, cool. Got that one in the window. You, if, you hit that fucking ticket. I don't have a partner for this anymore. You're disappearing to the Bahamas money wise, somewhere. Yeah, tr- it's money over wise, with. that's a different story, obviously, over with. but, uh, you know, uh, it's it just in, in the metaphorical stance. You know what I'm trying to say. Do you understand how many zeros that is, my friends? Do you write that out? Write that out on your fucking paper. Do you understand trillion, billion, million? That that is so many fucking zeros, and you got the one opportunity. You got the one opportunity. Uh, my friends, my friends, you got the look my at those fucking zeros on that paper, bro. and you got the fucking opportunity. <laughs> I know you're blind as shit. But they were there, I promise. All those I'm not zeros. Even kidding. There was and, there was just a blank piece of paper for me. And you got the one <laughs> chance. So there you go. There you have it. Uh yeah, definitely gambling terms. Those are uh some damn good odds, my friend. So uh you catch a ticket like that, you'd be pretty fucking thankful, wouldn't you? So maybe just start treating if you are a gambler, which I probably would guess you are because you tune into this show. <laughs> what was to say? Maybe start treating your life like you just cashed that motherfucking ticket, pal. How about that at oh, Oh, I got I might have a quote coming out later in, in start living your life like you oh to start living your life like you just cashed the one in four hundred trillion ticket. The four hundred trillion to one ticket. All right, my friends. There you go. There you have it. That's about to come out a little bit later, but thanks, partner, for even more shit. Officially, my motivation minutes of the day. Okay. Well, that seems like an episode of the TTL pod, my friends. So, without further ado, one final check see here. Oh, yes, we are in good working order, my friends. Ladies and gentlemen, degenerates and gambling pals far and wide. For myself and Mags, thank you so much for choosing to stop by episode number 184 of the Talking the Line podcast on this beautiful Thursday of bets, also known as for the final time, so you don't have to check your calendar today, December the 16th in the year 2021. Cannot tell you how much we appreciate every single one of you for not only stopping by for today's show, spending your hard-earned time and energy with a couple of goofballs that like laying out their opinions in the world of sports gambling, but also all of your follows, your subscriptions, your likes, your shares, your comments, everything in between from the bottom of our hearts. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. We hope you have a spectacular rest of your Thursday, unless you have any other plans. And as always, we'll see you at the pay window tonight so you can start staying with us at the end of every single show. Hey, partner, let's cash some tickets. <laughs>